Hello everyone, this is Barbara Ingram, Director of Communications with the Henry County Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to Business Insight. Today, we're celebrating National Tourism Week, May 1 through 7. Did you know that tourism in Henry County is big business? Of course, Henry County is home to Atlanta Motor Speedway, but we have many great restaurants, attractions, and hotels that contribute to the size of the industry. In 2020, during the height of the pandemic, visitors to Henry County spent $311 million here. That's a lot of moolah, which helps offset some of the taxes our citizens pay. But because of the pandemic, those numbers were down some compared to 2019. We have with us today the Director of Tourism here in Henry County, Georgia, Laura Luker, to talk about the economics of the tourism industry here and what we can expect in 2022. She's also going to reveal how our tourism team has put Henry County on the map in a very positive way. But first, let's check in with our sponsor. Let's take a moment to recognize our sponsor, High Priority Plumbing and Services. High Priority Plumbing and Services offers residential and commercial plumbing services to communities throughout most of Georgia, in Henry County, and throughout Metro Atlanta. The next time you are in need of an honest, quality-providing master plumber, contact High Priority Plumbing and Services and let their highly skilled and reliable plumbers handle all of your plumbing needs. Visit highpriorityplumbing.com or call 770-860-8110. Welcome everyone. Thank you for joining Business Insight. We're here today with Laura Luker. Laura is the Director of Tourism with Visit Henry County, Georgia. That's an organization that promotes and uh, operates in the space of tourism here in Henry County. And we're glad to have Laura uh, with us because we're celebrating National Travel and Tourism Week. So this is very appropriate that we have Laura Luker with us today. Hi, Laura. Hi, Barbara. Thank you for having me. We're so glad to have you. So we're going to get right into our first question. We'll ask you, what is, what is Visit Henry County, Georgia? And what does your organization do? So um, as you alluded to, we are a destination marketing organization, and that really means that our job is to promote Henry County as a destination for visitors. You know, that means that we promote hotels, restaurants, attractions, event facilities, special events, you know, and other types of events or attractions that um, basically that all those types of places and businesses that make travel possible or that give people a reason to travel, um, you know, be that business traveler for leisure or maybe for, you know, something, a special event like a wedding. And so our job is to tell them that Henry County is the place to be or the place to celebrate um, and to, to um, bring them in and encourage them to spend money in our community. Well, as I mentioned, this is National Travel and Tourism Week. And um, one of your goals, I think, is to raise awareness about tourism this week. That's correct. Yes, it's a, it's a very important uh, aspect of 
the week. And um, we really feel like this is an opportunity to highlight the impact that travel has on the U.S. economy as well as the local economy. So um, in the U.S., it is a key driver. Um, prior to the pandemic, the travel industry generated more than $2.6 trillion in economic output. And with uh, $1.2 trillion spent directly by travelers in the U.S., and if you bring that down to a Georgia level, travelers spent um, somewhere around $24.52 billion in 2020. That led to a total economic impact of about $53.73 billion. So that's a lot of money. And if you look at kind of what was Henry County's piece of that pie, um, Henry County travelers spent $311 million in 2020. And this in turn saves Henry County households, each Henry County household, $277. So um, if you look at that, that's more than $21,000 in state and local taxes that's generated by travelers that then helps support Henry County schools, emergency services, transportation projects, SPLOS projects um, that, you know, go into things like improvements at local parks because travelers pay sales tax and state tax just like um, on purchases, just like other places. And that all benefits our local economy, but those businesses then are those taking in and receiving that taxes, but the travelers that come then don't turn around and need the same services that our residents do. So it's kind of, in essence, free money, although it's not free. It's uh, it, it kind of, it's a net gain for us. Absolutely. That's not uh, an insignificant amount of money and it goes into the tax coffers, just like our sales tax. But as you say, the services it's free money for the county, basically. And so we have we appreciate that. $311 million in 2020. As we all know, we were in the midst of the height of the pandemic or the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. Um, how has the uh, pandemic impacted these numbers, the, the tax revenue coming in from the uh, tourism industry here in, specifically here in Henry County? So uh, kind of a for comparison point, prior to the pandemic um, in 2019, tourists spent 30, excuse me, $333 million in Henry County um, compared to that $311 million in 2020. So $311 is still a lot of money, but that's $22 million drop that um, we had in 2020. And that has a major impact on our industry particularly with our restaurants and our hotels and kind of all of our hotel or businesses, our attractions scrambling to kind of adjust into this new reality and figure out how um, to pivot and continue to operate um, with this reduction. So, you know, but I do think it's important to look at it on a positive side. 2020, 2021, they have been incredibly difficult years for the hospitality space. Um, but if you're looking for a silver lining um, that although it was really challenging. Henry County did fare better than most all other Metro Atlanta counties. Um, while we did not grow our tourism, obviously we dropped um, our growth rate, um, according to a study done for the Georgia Department of Economic Development, that our growth rate was only point, excuse me, negative 66%. Um, and the, you know, for simplicity's sake, basically we lost less than our surrounding metro counties. The next closest 
growth rate was negative 10, I think negative 16%. So us at negative 6% means that it was rough. We lost, but we didn't lose as many, maybe as much as other people. And I know that sounds kind of backwards. And so I'm not trying to minimize the impact of 2020, just saying that we have the luxury of having a really diverse um, traveler mix that um, you know, one area swelled when another kind of um, tapered off. Um, and so we have been able to maintain better than maybe some of some partners that are very specifically dependent upon say conventions or um, a specific market. Well, I'd like to think too that the uh, tourism department visit Henry County, Georgia had something to do with that. As I work side by side here at the Chamber of Commerce with the tourism uh, and department and see some of the things that you do, some of the initiatives and uh, where you guys uh, took a lot of action where there was a lot of pain to offset some of that during 2020 and 2021. And we wanna thank you for some of those initiatives that you uh, put in place that made a difference, obviously showing here uh, from this, uh, the look back on the numbers. But it was challenging. And so if you would give us some of the challenges still facing the businesses that are that you serve here in Henry County. So the biggest issue during 2020 and 2021, and I'd say continuing um, to be an issue is um, staffing. And it's not just specific to Henry County and it's not just specific to travel. It is a, an issue across the board, but I know that travel is feeling it um, maybe more keenly. Um, and that we as visitors or residents might feel those that pinch um, because when we go out maybe to a restaurant, the hours have been trimmed um, because they don't have enough staff or maybe um, service is a little slower or, um, and I know lots of other ways that it's being, um, this shortage is impacting businesses um, and they're just struggling to retain and find the necessary staff to keep their businesses running at pre-COVID levels. Um, to put it in perspective, that despite the pandemic, uh, traveler spending was actually 3.59% um, higher than in 20, 2018. 2019 was record-breaking, amazing numbers. But if you look at it, so although 2020 was a pandemic year, tourist spending was still higher than 2018 but staffing was down more than 4%. So there was 4% fewer staff members in 2020, although there was almost three and a half percent more spending, which more people spending more money. So um, this has really created a problem for our, for our partners. And it's really led to shorter hours for the restaurants, as I mentioned, um, maybe even be having to be closed on days that they hadn't previously been closed. We've even heard of like some hotels that were not able to accommodate, accommodate certain groups or large groups because um, they didn't have the housekeeping staff to turn the rooms over as quickly as they needed to. Um, and I think some of that is easing, but it is by no means um, completely corrected. Um, and so while we are on this road to recovery from maybe a traveler standpoint who are ready to get out and get back and visit, um, we do have work to do on the workforce side. Well, um, are you seeing much of a return to normalcy in terms of how people 
um, engage uh, the tourists? Are they coming? How is it now that it seems that the pandemic has waned somewhat here in Georgia and in Henry County? Many of us are immune, either had COVID or got a vaccination, but um, how are people engaging now? Are they meeting more in person? Are you able to promote that um, type of uh, activity, outdoor, indoor activities now? I think we are seeing um, a general comfort level increase. I know during the early days of the pandemic, the focus was really on how do we pivot um, and what are we doing in order to make visitors feel safe? So, um, you know, we created a cleanliness compliance pledge where our partners could detail the extra steps that they were taking to keep the guests safe. Um, and then we had those details listed on our website. And we also provided like a physical representation of that pledge with a window cling at those specific locations. Um, and that was, you know, that early days and it, we have it, we still have it, um, but that is maybe not the number one thing people are looking for, um, though it was a key thing people were looking for early. Now we're just trying to su support partners and kind of where they are um, promoting the events and activities and specials that they are offering and really let our partners tell us what the climate is like at their particular properties or businesses to determine what information visitors want and whether visitors are really coming back in in force and they are i mean we we've seen this across the board with our um with our partners really seeing an influx of travelers who are just ready to to hit the road and to have experiences again well that's great and i'm glad to hear that our our numbers are picking back up. And I know that it's due to some of the innovation here by the actual businesses themselves to uh, maintain, sustain, and now be in position to grow. Yeah, we've got phones ringing, but <laughs> what can you do? So talk about some of the innovation that these businesses have used to maintain and sustain themselves. So I just would give a huge nod of the head or tip of the hat, I guess, to our partners, um, to the travel industry as a whole. Um, they were able to be incredibly nimble and in pivoting to offer COVID safe options. Um, and they really thought outside the box. We saw this across the board in so many different industries. Um, 15th Street Pizza created pizza to go kits um, that had dough, sauce, cheese, and toppings in like a pizza box. And you took it home and you'd make it yourself. So it was like an activity as well as um, a meal. And it really um, gave that opportunity for them to offer their product fresh and hot. Um, and um, just it was just such a neat idea that um, we did it at our house and loved it. Um, and Atlanta Motor Speedway did a whole bunch of things, one of which was like a toy hosted a drive-in concert series where, you know, you stayed in your car or you kind of sat right next to your car several feet away from the next nearest car and you got to listen to concerts and you know there was not live shows happening <laughs> so this was a really cool opportunity um, we know of a local yoga studio that kind of offered online classes you could have like a subscription type set up to have and participate with this online class so you had an element of feeling like I'm being instructed by an actual you know instructor maybe I have um, other people in this class um, but you're still in the safety of your own home. Um, and we just really saw people doing cool things just like, okay, now I have this product. How am I going to distribute it to the public? So Southern Bell, you know, strawberry season kind of hit right about the same time as everything was really um, going down. And 
they have all these beautiful, fresh, amazing strawberries that usually people come and they pick, but that wasn't a possibility at that point. So what were they going to do? And so they had um, these lines of pickup. You could order your strawberries and you could go through like a drive-through basically and get your strawberries um, just kind of put in your car. And I know that there was huge lines for those. So people really figured out ways to connect themselves with their, with their public and to stay relevant and to really engage with people maybe who hadn't seen them before, because they're looking for opportunities to find fresh produce or to, you know, have an activity. And I just, I would applaud our partners, um, for the things that they did and kind of, and the community for really rallying behind these innovations because they did. And, um, so I think that was just one of the reasons that we were able to see um, kind of lower losses than maybe other places. Absolutely. I, um, and some of the, that innovation will remain uh, part of the mainstay of these organizations, mentioning yoga online, you know, that may have existed to a certain degree before the pandemic, but I don't think it's going away and, and it's here now in a much bigger um a much bigger element of somebody's business. Those uh, businesses that were able to move into e-commerce space will continue to operate those uh, revenue streams, I believe, from what I can tell. Um, so the, norm, the new normal is to continue those revenue streams. And I think that one of the things that the pandemic did is it really required people to stretch and to see what they could do maybe that they hadn't tried before, you know, things like e-commerce, but um, it also required people to look and do things in different ways. And I'll say that, you know, the Atlanta Motor Speedway really showed their versatility and the types of events that they could really host. And um, I don't know in what space it's exactly credited, but the Monster Jam and Supercross that we've had the last two years, um, you know, they've previously been held at an indoor facility and they were now being held at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And I think that people looking and thinking outside the box um, and, you know, really made those kinds of things possible and um, have really opened people's eyes to just because we've done this, it doesn't mean we can't, we always have to do it and we could do these different and new things and it make it really amazing. And so I think that if we're again, looking for silver linings, some of those innovations, as you said, I think are going to stick around and people are really realizing what else and how all they can um, serve their clients, provide opportunities, events, products, et cetera. Well, I want to say that I observed the uh, Visit Henry County, Georgia team, making sure that the community was aware of the, the different innovations that were taking place during the pandemic and just not to lose sight of some of those. Can you just give us briefly some of the ways that the Henry County, Georgia organization helped the community uh, stay engaged with all of the challenges that the businesses were going through as well as promoting them to support the local businesses and making them aware of the various opportunities that they could do or provide support to these businesses here in the county? So I think social media was obviously key and our website was key. We made a lot of investments in those areas um, during the pandemic because people were always looking for information. So, you know, we had this these COVID specific pages with information about what's happening, what's 
closed, what has alternate hours, who's doing curbside pickup, those kinds of things. And those were really key during the early days. Um, and kind of as we moved into um, looking at other opportunities, um, Jan, our partner relations manager, started a really simple but really rewarding program, which is our customer service award program. And it recognizes ex excellence in customer service. And we give this award away once a month. Um, and it gives us a chance to really brag on employees um, on social media for their customer service um, in the midst of really challenging, obviously, environment. And it's just been such an amazing and rewarding program. Um, and the response has been wonderful. People like to know, okay, this place provides a great service or this person does. So it's, it's kind of a multi-purposed opportunity. And I've been just really, really wonderfully proud of how that has um, gone and just the number of people that we've been able to recognize. Um, one of the cool things that we started last year um, was we launched our first um, in February of last year, the very first table on our Bushy Tail Art Trail program. And we knew that people were seeking safe outdoor activities um, and the timing just really worked out for our artist consortium to, to launch this at this time. Um, and so this is a series of squirrel sized picnic tables and they are painted by a local artist and hung out at parks and tourism locations all across the county. And they really provided an opportunity for us to talk about local artists um, and local locations where people could find these tables. And then for people to get out and to find the tables, kind of like a scavenger hunt. Um, and you know, they're going to parks or tourist attractions that maybe they have or haven't been to before. And it's just them, you know, at a park with their family maybe and really a safe environment. And so that was just um, a really cool program that we launched last year that's continued to grow. And right now we have, I think, 20 tables that are you can find right now um, with more on the way. Um, and we also hired a local artist to create custom coloring sheets and they depict local attractions and all these coloring sheets had um, activities on the back as well as facts about the location. And we were able to distribute more than three, excuse me, 13,000 copies of these. Um, we did, we distribute them at local restaurants, at hotels, um, at the race during race weekend, um, at four state welcome centers. And then they're also available for download. And we did a coloring contest that we kind of let the community know, hey, we're doing this. We have these available. Um, and, you know, you can submit your own coloring. We worked with the school system on that. And it was we had more than 80 entries um, for that coloring contest. So that was just a really fun program and fun process. And um, then those winners were able to win um, gift certificates to local art businesses to create their own art. And That's so awesome. nice tie in there. Um, and then we had Barn Beautiful who um, created these custom racks for us. And they are made out of Barnwood. They were at state welcome centers. And although that's not local, um, that was still, again, reaching people who were stopping at welcome centers, interested in coming through. And it really created excitement for our guide in such a way that um, we were able to distribute um, more than 39,000 of these guides and get them in the hands of travelers. Um, and the visitor centers have just told us that it created a conversation um, around the racks, around Henry County, and it really gave them an opportunity to share with these visitors about Henry County. So, um, you know, keeping us still in the minds of travelers, maybe in the midst of a pandemic or maybe putting us in the minds of travelers who'd never heard of us before. So that was a really um, amazing program. We've actually expanded for 2022. 
Yes, it's having a lot of results. Um, as you say, those uh, guides are all over the state at uh, welcome centers and they're the, the beautiful racks are causing the, the Explore Henry County, Georgia guides to fly off the shelf. That's amazing. And uh, kudos to you and your team for creating that program and, and so much excitement around Henry County in the state. Um, and you said that that first program you introduced, I want to make sure we note, note that name. It's the Bushy Tail Art Trail. That's and correct. You have now over how many how many um, squirrel tables uh, that where well where squirrels gather, <laughs> where squirrels gather to share nuts? Uh, where are those trails? How many do you have? They're in the parks. Where are they in Henry County? So right now there's 20, and um, they are at city parks, county parks, um, local tourism attractions, and um, right now I so said there's 20, but I know we have. I think at least two more ribbon cuttings scheduled. Um, so they are continually um, adding to this, we're continually adding to this trail. And you can find all the information about the trail at visithenrycountygeorgia.com. Um, under the arts and entertainment section, there is a, a category for Bushytail Art Trail, and you can read all about the artist. You can find out where um, they're located. And if you want to find them, um, we encourage you to find them all, take some selfies. Um, be sure to tag Better Explored for a chance for us to share that on our social media. I was just going to say that. Let's challenge everyone to find them, take selfies. Send them to Laura here at Henry County. Um, visit henrycountygeorgia.com. Go on the website and take a look at the uh, artwork. It is so amazing, the little squirrel tables. I can't so say enough about how talented the artists are. I mean, like the amount of detail and talent are on these tables. I know it's easy for it to sound like it's um, kind of silly, but placemaking and art has such a huge um, impact on how a tourist views a community. And so this is a really an opportunity to provide a, a gateway for a whole different type of visitor to find Henry County and to learn about Henry County. And the artists are so incredible. That's so incredible. So it's just, just an honor to be able to um, highlight them and to really hopefully connect visitors and residents with these local artists. And visitors coming and taking and seeing and visiting the, the, the spaces where the squirrel tables are, uh, it creates an experience that's memorable. So this is really a success story for the tourism team and the artists uh, here in Henry County. So we're gonna take a, a, a second here to hear from our uh, sponsor and we're gonna come back on the other side and we're gonna talk about uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So we'll be back in a moment. This episode of Business Insight is brought to you by High Priority Plumbing, where their customers are their priority. We're here, we're back with Laura Luker. She is the Director of Tourism, and she's been giving us an amazing uh, countdown of how things have gone over the last years before and after the pandemic, now that we're in hopefully recovery to a new normal. 
uh, Laura has recently uh, visited and appeared with a organization called the Travel Unity Summit. And we want her to detail how that came about because uh, she's got actually a program that is working so well here in Henry County that is unique in terms that it is the one and only throughout the USA. And it makes an impact here in Henry County in the way our businesses, the tourism uh, industry, hotels, uh, restaurants, and, and attractions and how they engage with visitors. So Laura, would you tell us how you got involved in the diversity, equity, and inclusion program that you launched and tell us why it's unique and give us that background and what happened at Travel Unity Summit? Thanks, Barbara. Um, so the, I guess, full story about how we got into this space and how we created this program is long, uh, complicated, short versions, basically, that through a lot of things being like our research study, our online listening, talking to our partners, um, it became very apparent that there was an opportunity and a need for some diversity, equity, and inclusion training. Um, and that we really wanted Henry County to be known as the most welcoming and hospitable place, but you can't make those kinds of claims unless you have basically the goods to back it up. And um, we know that that needed to start from a space of customer service. And our partners had said customer service training was a priority. They'd said that diversity, equity, and inclusion training was a, was a priority. And that those really are kind of two sides of the same coin and that you can't provide somebody excellent customer service if you don't understand their needs and you don't understand um, who they are. So this program was um, built to kind of serve this purpose and serve these needs. And it's called Hospitality for All. And that is the diversity, equity, and inclusion arm of it. We also have a customer service program that is called Guest, excuse me, Guest Experience 101. And they both live under the umbrella of culture of customer service. And so that's what we want to create in Henry is this culture of customer service. And it is open to all of our hospitality partners. And um, it is a five-part um, online session. And it has five different sections. Each is about 45 minutes long. And then there is a quiz at the end of every at every section to just really make sure that um, kind of that information was learned and retained. Um, and we pioneered it in, launched it in, well, launched it for a select group of kind of test people in um, late 2020 or mid 2021, I guess. Um, and um, we just got a really good response from that pilot group. And I guess word of the program had traveled and um, there was or is a group called Travel Unity, and it is a 501c3 organization that is working to um, bring tourism um, and DEI education to the tourism space and to make sure that travel and that travel partners um, are working in this space and so that travel really is for everybody. Um, and they were hosting a summit in Brookhaven um, in March. And we got connected with them and um, just as potentially maybe a speaker or a panelist. And we got to talking about the program and um, the uh, 
director of the program said that, you know, he knew people were working on programs or that he'd heard something where they had maybe um, groups talking about it, but he hadn't heard of anybody who was really um, doing a program, already had it in the works like we did um, and had already been, you know, using it and promoting it. Um, and so he asked if we would actually do a case study at this Travel Unity Summit, which was all these leaders, um, particularly within the tourism space, but, but even broader than that, um, who met kind of for four days to talk about travel equity and inclusion within the travel space. And so we were really honored to be able to do that and to talk about our program. Um, and um, hopefully we're you know, working to build the capacity of our partners so that they are better able to serve our guests and that um, guests of all backgrounds and nationalities and uh, ages, races feel like we are welcoming and open to them and an opportunity for them to visit because there's um, so many people that don't know about Henry or maybe don't feel like we're for them, but we want to be for everybody. Absolutely. And having been in the test uh, group initially that took that course, I, I totally uh, felt like I was already pretty open and, and uh, open-minded and inclusive in my mindset, but I certainly learned a lot when I went through that course, the, the five parts and then the customer service experience 101. And I, I know that the feedback from others was just amazing. And I'm not surprised, but uh, when I first did that, I was like, Laura, this is big. <laughs> this is awesome that you that the uh, Visit Henry County, Georgia has provided this tool for our um, tourism industry, and they have taken advantage of it. I'm proud to have learned. And so we're proud of the tourism team, and we're actually proud of our Henry County because the numbers stated all that we had, um, we sustained during this pandemic. And, and now we've learned a lot and we're ready to grow and put all of those, uh, the new knowledge that we have to, to work. And you guys did put in the work. I wanna applaud you for that. And thank you for putting Henry County on the map more than ever. It means a lot in the tourism industry that people know us, they know where to find us. And um, you continue to do such a, Great job, you and your team. I, I want to not fail to mention that you had your annual meeting last month, and that was another great testimony. The turnout was amazing, and um, we were able to take many photos. So we we like to make those photos available to uh, to you and um, show them on social media. You all are doing some great things, and people need to know how they can support our businesses and you do a great job of letting them know. So with that said, Laura, thank you for being here and continue to do the great work you're doing. Thank you, Barbara. And I appreciate and I appreciate you wearing our culture of customer service pin too, to yeah. rep the program. <laughs> <laughs> Always will. Thank you. Thank you so much.